Watch padlock the door and put up an eviction notice. Yeah, that was me. You? Why? Because you haven't paid your rent. Can I at least get my stuff? All I found in there was a jar of mustard and a couple of old cycle magazines. Wow! I have mustard, 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 mustard. I, I have, I have mustard, 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 I'll first introduce myself. It's your boy. I know you missed me last episode, a couple months ago. I know you missed me. I know you nah. wish I was there. Nope. Nah. But I'm back. Cath Daddy is back with vengeance. And he's ready to make y'all laugh, to make y'all cry, and make y'all fall in love a little bit. I don't know. But you know what? Oh, I already am. <laughs> I'm here with my three wonderful hosts. Bah, how you doing today? Uh, yeah, thanks for the introduction, Cap. I'm excited. It's been a while with you boys. Uh, went through uh, some personal stuff, and I'm just happy to be back with you guys. Like the old times, get into some movie reviews, cooler talk, all that, and that wonderful introduction by Cap. For himself, <laughs> mind you. Not for me, but for him, I mean. Hey, yeah, it wasn't the same. Definitely skimped. He definitely skimped on you. Yeah, he's like, yeah, just absolute Greek god stud, head to toe, and then uh, the three other guys here. <laughs> <laughs> I said wonderful hosts. Yeah, but speaking did. of wonderful hosts, Gooby, how are you doing today, bro? Well, I'm doing fantastic. You know, just living. Oh, hold on a second, though. I forgot. I gotta feed my fish. One sec. <laughs> now you're gonna overfeed them. Really, you're doing this now? <laughs> yeah, Come on. might as well. <laughs> yeah, Nemo uh, doesn't no, eat food. I, uh, what? Nemo How doesn't eat food. Did you just feed them shrimp? That's cannibalism. No. But I do have bloodworms. <laughs> so, oh boy, I mean, blood. Oh damn! Gooby, Gooby, do you remember you used to have? Remember you used to have that fighting fish? That jumped out and killed himself? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two days, bro. Two days, and that guy was like, "Fuck this, I'm out." <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? But no, I'm doing I'm doing all right, man. I'm just chilling. Uh, I'm back outside at work, so that's fantastic. Nice. Doing some walking, about 15, 20k a day. Yay! Those calves about to be deezed. No, well, my calves are already big because I'm fat as fuck. So <laughs> <laughs> when you carry weight like that, your calves are pretty jacked already. It's the upper yeah. half that's the problem. You pretty much. <laughs> squatting 24 7. 100%. That's basically how it is. Imagine nice. getting up and down on a chair. His squatting involves after a session of Taco Tuesday in the toilet. Taco? <laughs> Who? Wait, can we say that? I think that's like trademarked. No, Taco's it? copyrighted, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh Thanks. no better not sue <laughs> <laughs> all right all right yeah i'm doing i'm doing fantastic calf thank you that's great and then the How other about the guy cowboys? the other guy the cowboys fan y'all know oh. him melky how you doing today okay first of all before i introduce myself who are you getting revenge on who pissed you off oh uh-huh uh-huh um, you guys pissed me off. I fucking heard that last episode. <laughs> you guys chirped at me. 
Chirping you about what? Y'all say y'all pissing off, piss me off about how I talk and how I review movies. I'm about to give y'all fucking reviews right now. Okay. <laughs> I legit uh, get, don't remember that at all. I mean, yeah, I basically it. just re- reviewed myself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Goop, Gooby's good. He he's got pass. Old news. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yes, your favorite fall milky beverage is back, and he's here to quench your thirst. And this is a flavor that kicks the ass of pumpkin spice. I'm telling you, it's delicious. It's frosty, and I'm just ready to go, guys. It's been way too long. Who's just ready to squirt some fucking mustard in this episode? I know I am. Yeah, I'm 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 totally out. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Garfield yeah. Garfield over here. Oh, yeah. Favorite milky beverage? You orange or something? There's a oh, full milky a good, bre- beverage. Oh, only on a good day. For some reason, I feel like he'd be bitter. Nah. <laughs> you're no, the one. Prob- you're the one seeking revenge. Yeah, probably bitter <laughs> with a little bit of salt on the rim. Ooh, <laughs> that might be a good drink for later. Okay, but before we, we get started, Calf, you were away. You were in Europe. I know I started rumors about you being a possible p- Somalian pirate. <laughs> Whatever. Old news. Tell us how your trip was. Tell us the highs, the lows. We want to hear it. He's not talking about the uh, <laughs> uh The trip the trip was actually amazing, man. Uh, you know, it was my first time leaving the continent. So definitely a lot of uh, culture shocking moments. You know, we started off in France. We went to Cannes. We went to Paris, uh, Saint-Tropez. Uh, we were in Monaco, which, you know, I got you guys. Yeah, uh, Gooby's holding it. Got a little souvenir. Bye. Got oh, one for you when I see you. Go. Got Melky a souvenir, too, from Monaco. Speaking of which, Monaco is definitely one of my favorite places. Like, even though you can kind of you can kind of see everything in one day, it's just so fun to revisit because it's just so different. And then where our Airbnb was, if you went up the stairs, you're in France. But if you go down the stairs, then you're back in Monaco and the different countries. And Monaco doesn't have Ubers. It was kind of cool. But That's um, crazy. it's like that Simpson episode where. He's in America and then Australia. Yeah, America, exactly. Australia. Yeah, yes. and gets, yeah, except mine is getting punched at the end. Exactly. <laughs> so now you've been to the second smallest country in the world. How do you feel? Yeah. I know. I feel quite large now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Very um, cool. but, That's what he said. Yeah, but uh, Greece was great. I think Greece is when I had like the biggest culture shock just because like Paris and France, you know, we're all Canadian. When you go to Quebec, they definitely took a lot of their architecture based on France architecture, like the style of their buildings and everything. And so it felt like you were just in like a bigger Quebec or bigger Montreal. But once you got to Greece, you felt like you were in a whole different world. Like it was just, it was just insane. And the food was amazing. And as basic as a Greek salad is, when you have a Greek salad in Greece, that shit is beyond delicious. It's like the freshest tomatoes you'll ever eat, you know? And then Italy was nice too. You know, I had the best pasta I've ever had in my life in Italy. There was a couple places that were disappointing, like Milan was a, was kind of disappointing. Uh, there was not really anything to do in Milan unless you want to like spend $10,000 on freaking Gucci products, you know, like there wasn't really much to do. Sorrento was really beautiful, but there's not much to do after one day. But overall, the trip was amazing. Credit card hates me. My bank account hates me. <laughs> so, but, does that, so does that Italian guy. Mamma mia! You know what's funny? <laughs> the Italians, my buddy left before we went to Italy. So when we went to Italy, it was me, 
my wife and her friends and every time Italians saw us they would be me and three women and they'd always look at me every single one would look at me and just be like lucky guy and they would just like because <laughs> I was with like three women it was just the funniest shit ever it's just that's yeah, not the it. incident I'm talking about I'm talking about the guy that screamed at you because oh, you, parked, you parked the wrong I, spot bro I parked at like a taxi place, like only taxis allowed at Naples train station. Oh, yeah. And I had a bunch of Italians screaming at me. The cops came <laughs> up to me and they were like telling me to back up and they were like screaming in my faces. And I'm like, I'm just looking at them. I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what you're saying. Like, like they were just <laughs> yelling in my face. Like you gotta give the Italian hand gesture back. They were doing this. I didn't want to yeah. do it back because I was gonna get killed, but they were doing it to me. <laughs> Uh, Do they sound like Peter speaking uh, Italian? Ah, uh, scusi. Bobby boopy. Che cosa? Peter, what are you doing? Speaking Italian. A Bobby the boopy? I heard a couple Thibodies, <laughs> I heard a couple Bobbities, <laughs> that's for sure. So what, was, so what was your favorite place of all of them? Favorite place was definitely Paris, Monaco, Rome, and Santorini. Those are the top places, for sure. That's amazing. Yeah. Not yeah. jealous at all. <laughs> no i mean definitely if you guys ever have the opportunity to go like jump on that shit you you know we went for a month i felt like uh you know after the third week i was kind of tired i was ready yeah. to go home if you can do two i think two weeks is perfect and uh, how we did it was we jumped around a lot of places so it didn't feel like we were relaxing we were just always on the move so i definitely recommend if you guys were to do it maybe find two places two weeks one place each week and it'll, it'll be it'll be a great time for sure and it'll save you a lot of money <laughs> we had to take so many uh, mercedes thanks. sprinters and those just canadian dollar shit i was gonna That's say thanks geico yeah. <laughs> canadian <laughs> dollar is at a dollar 47 canadian is one euro so you go have breakfast and you're like oh 30 euro that's not bad and then you're like oh wait that's like 50 dollars just for breakfast <laughs> ouch well, that's pretty awesome, man. I'm definitely, that's on my bucket list. I'm sure it's on your guys, too. But let's start the show, guys, and bot. Yeah. Take it away. Thank you for introductions. Just like we missed Calf, I know everybody has missed movie reviews. So, folks, we're back. The two movies, of course, we were reviewing this month was The Simpsons movie. Pretty standard, I think, for this podcast. And then The Last <laughs> Duel on Disney. It's Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, uh, Jody Cormer. And it's about, obviously, The Last Duel, a joust. And it's a story based on, basically, a woman is accusing a knight of basically raping her. And goes to her husband for her defense and it starts a whole trial and they end up having to duel for it towards the end spoiler alert folks i mean you've had a long time now to watch it so i can't wait to review these with you guys we're going to start with the last duel and let's start with you know what you've been gone so long calf let's hear your movie review all right uh yeah i missed doing movie reviews guys it's good to be back i was pleasantly surprised with this movie i remember hearing about it when it came out uh, and I was just like, oh, yeah, maybe I'll watch it. And I just never watched it. You know why I didn't watch it? I really don't like Adam Driver. I really, really? don't like him that much. Yeah, I, I, you know what? He was good in this movie. He's good in some roles. 
but I don't like him in a lot of other roles. But he was good in this movie. I thought the you know the the performances and the acting were great. I miss historical movies. They don't release these yes. anymore. And this kind of goes back to that because I was looking afterwards. I watched as I was looking up the movie and I saw that it completely bombed at the box office. It's from Ridley Scott as well. And you think that like Ridley Scott's name on a movie would like propel it to at least have people see it. But I think it just came out at the wrong time because it was like just after COVID and, you know, adults, like older people who like Ridley Scott didn't, were still kind of afraid to go to the movies. And then young people, they have the attention span of a fucking fly now. So they don't <laughs> want to watch that. Yeah, like I feel bad because the movie had a great story. Performances were good. The action scenes were good. Um, you know, I like I like movies with a lot of practical effects. Yes, and uh, and th- and that's what I mean. Like this was all practical, which really helps the movie because I feel this could be one of those movies that in five years it could be like a cult classic movie that still holds up because of its effects and because of its performances and just how it was done. So yeah, I was I was pleasantly surprised with this movie. Uh, I was very engaged the entire time, and uh, I'm gonna give it a solid four and a half shield fingers. I think it was good, and uh, I definitely would rewatch it. Just because I feel like it's definitely one of those movies that you can catch a lot that was said, like small dialogue that was said that you might have gone over your head, and then once you watch it again, maybe you can you know you're able to absorb that information. So solid, good choice. Beauty, beauty. All right, Melk. Well, you and I talked about this beforehand, and first of all, I think all of us should give you a round of applause for this. I think so. Why not? It's faint, people, but they were kind of. They were kind of. Oh. I did not expect how great this movie was going to turn out to be. It might have been the most captivating, captivating movie on this podcast, hands down. Stellar cast, intricate storytelling, and like just a unique narrative structure approach to it. I loved how they went back and displayed like the different spots of the story. So from that point of view, from that point of view, from that point of view, they don't do that anymore in movies. So that was really refreshing to see. It was told in three parts. Yeah. But it came all together. And I was always waiting to find out what happened from each part. It wasn't like one took too long. One was missing key components. This was a thing of beauty, man. Matt Damon portrays... uh, his character beautifully. It's crazy because like I like Matt Damon, but I don't love him. But I loved him in this. And you knew seeing Ben Affleck with blonde hair, you knew he was the villain right off the bat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. His typical yeah. villain look with the blonde hair. But it worked. It worked well. Every everyone was magnetic. I <laughs> really I could go on. This movie was just incredible, Ba. I'm gonna give it 4.6 Cheeto fingers. Ooh. Oh, love it over me. I changed my to 4.7. <laughs> you can keep going, boys. You can keep going. 4.6 4. Cheeto fingers out of uh, out of five, and nothing else. I don't have to add anything. It's just that great. Yep. Kudos. Yeah, folks. Remember, in a few months, I'll get to pick again and, and we'll race <laughs> this whole thing again. Don't worry about it. I've got all of you in mind. Two extremely positive reviews and now i definitely want to hear from my little history buddy gooby let's hear your review last duel i i gotta think it's positive it kind of isn't positive oh i kind of didn't like it as much as these guys did 
basically all the points Mel made, or not all of them, but <laughs> most of them that he made, I did not like. I did not like Matt Damon playing like a medieval character in a movie. It just, it for me, it didn't suit his acting. Like he did well, but just for me, it didn't suit his acting ways. Like I well, see him with he had me. an ugly face. No, it's just it, to me. It just it 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 didn't sue him. He was like wretchedly ugly. That, that, same that's with same with uh, yeah. That fucking mullet was terrible. <laughs> no, that thing was a beauty. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and same with Ben Affleck. I just can't see these two in like a serious medieval movie. So it kind of just rubbed me the wrong way with these two. They did fantastic. I can't see them portraying this character. Number two, Milk touched on it. The three parts, how you're like seeing three different sides. That bored the shit out of me after the second one. I was like, really? Yeah, I don't know. I was just for me. I was like, yeah, I already kind of know what happened. Let's let's get on with it. That's just my opinion. It just to me, I was like, all right, yeah, we've seen it. And then when I did it the third time, I was like, oh, fuck. All right, I'm going to play chess. I just fucking sit on my phone and play yes. chess for a little bit. Says the history buff. Yeah. Yeah. Says the history buff. I, I've, I've already seen the scene twice. Why do I need to see it a third time? But there's key components missing. Yeah, but it just, they could have just looped it all into one. It would have been fantastic. To, so for me, it wasn't the greatest movie. The acting was good, fantastic, if you want to say, but. For like Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, I just can't see them portray because like I see them like Goodwill Hunting, I see them like yeah. in Jane Silent Bob movies and shit like that, right? Like to me, it's just I was like, oh man, like I don't know how well these guys are gonna do. So for that reason, I'm going to drop this down to three point two Cheeto fingers out of five. Above average, still positive, still pretty good. Oh, yeah. actually, I, I want to add, I want lessons. On jousting for Matt Damon because it's pretty badass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, thought, I thought Adam Driver did well. Just those two, I was like, I can't see them playing medieval. Hey, not everybody's cup of tea. Nope. So, so, so kind of positive and then two extremely positive. I'll end her off here. Kind of glad I'm going last because honestly, Mel Calf, my review is basically combining both of yours. I love this movie. I hadn't watched it yet, and it was on my watch list, so I was excited to put this on for us. Just a fantastic movie overall. Contrary to Gooby, and I agree with Melk, I actually liked the three uh, plot points in the movie. Like you guys said, the acting was so well done that the differences in the exact same scenes was, it just kept sucking me in because at first it's Matt Damon and he's such a hero and you're telling it from his point of view and he's a chivalrous knight and he's like the stereotypical French who, who he should be. And then everybody else is just kind of fucking with him and it's really not fair the situations happening with them. And then you get to Adam Driver and then his situation, you can tell it's just kind of arrogance, cockiness, but he's trying to portray himself as a good guy. So you're not really getting the full story. But like Gooby said, by that point, you're starting to kind of get the picture. And then the third and final one, uh, this actress, Jodie Cormer, who I think was fantastic in this movie. I haven't really seen her in anything else, and I'm not sure maybe I have. But she was amazing. I, I thought she killed it. And I totally believed her character and her point of view, honestly, from the movie. And really just kind of how her version of events was the gray version, which I think was more realistic. The other two were 
in the extreme sense of trying to portray themselves is really good. Mm-hmm. And she was kind of giving the realistic approach that no, she was not in love with Matt Damon. She was forced into this position out, out of like convenience and an alliance, how it was weddings back then. So just a fantastic movie. Uh, the practical effects, Kath, you absolutely hit on it. I love seeing armor still and knowing that hundreds, thousands of people just work putting chainmail together, making these swords, all these, just everything that goes into it, the amount of effort and just passion. Matt Damon killed it for me. I thought he did great. Adam Driver, I actually kind of like him. I, I don't know if I'm biased, but because he was a Marine before he was an actor, I think he's cool oh, as shit. Yeah, he was a fucking Marine. So oh, he wow. kind of is like cool as shit to me. So I kind of like his that. So <laughs> even though some people, maybe it's not your prototypical, like looks like an action star to me, it's like, okay, I kind of know from his past, like that's cool. Uh, I'm down for it. So excellent movie. I'm excited that even with Gooby, who was still pretty positive, you guys for the most part enjoyed the movie. So that made it for me. And then, Taff, you also said it is so frustrating that there's not more historical movies. Like this movie's made by Ridley Scott. He's got Napoleon mm-hmm. coming out in a month. I am so excited for this movie. I've been looking forward to it for a long time. You know, he was making Napoleon. Yeah, with Joaquin Phoenix. Like this movie yeah, yeah, yeah. is going to be oh, sick. Wow. Yeah, so. That'd be good. Yeah. If you, so is yeah. Joaquin Phoenix going to be on his knees the entire time? Wait, what? <laughs> um i will say but uh yeah jody you probably haven't seen her in much she did mostly tvs uh she played ray's mother in style uh star wars rise of the skywalker Uh, and she played a tv girl in fucking free guy huh Okay, so yeah, and uh, Rise of Skywalker I, uh, might be the worst Star Wars media of all time, but we, yeah, we that, that was it so bad. It was so it ruined everything. But but like, other than that, like kind of yeah. like unknown TV shows. Okay, well you know what then I think that she should blow up after this. Honestly, like she did that great. Mm-hmm. Um, so just to wrap this one up, I'm, I'm going to agree with Calf and Melk. I'm going to give this one. Damn, I was going to give it four out of five, but you guys hyped it up so much. I've got to do more than that. We'll do four point two. <laughs> macaroni Ooh. 4.2 i like how it's based off a true yeah. story it was just awesome from start to finish does it really mean that adam driver is a two-pump chump because during that sex scene he only lasted a couple or was that his character that's a two-pump chump hey yo what the fuck i'm trying to figure I, that part out that's He's two podcasts now that you've talked I about think, two pump chumps <laughs> i think that's part of the uh that's part for interpretation. I think Ridley Scott <laughs> wants you to wonder: is it Adam Driver or is it his character? Is he wants character? you to think about Adam Driver pumping. That's like- <laughs> <laughs> well. I'll see you. you succeeded, Ridley. Good for you. Yeah, we're all thinking about it. Yeah, all right. Napoleon. He's probably a half a pump. <laughs> okay, that is just propaganda. That he was not that short. He was average height. Napoleon, yeah, average, or bad, you make average, it's not. Height. It's not his height. average height back then was like four eight, wasn't it's it? It's not his actual height that I'm, oh. I'm referring to. There are stories. He's a famous lover. He is a there's yeah, He was working with a two incher at least, or two and a half. That's what I heard. That's what I read. His sword was only two inches. His sword. Nah, nah my boy Bonaparte was slinging it. He was absolutely <laughs> the <sick>. average height. <laughs> For like seventeen hundreds is five feet eight inches. Boom. So I think he was like five six. He was just under it. Like I thought it was five. That's short. Five six is short. Uh, except for all the short kings listening to this, you guys are great. Don't worry. <laughs> you guys are amazing. You guys are little hey, man. Everybody, everybody loves short kings.
Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Going on to the second movie, which let's see if it's just as By positive. Five. By five. Okay. Well, then you know what? It's the Simpsons movie. Long awaited. I can't believe we haven't done it before. We need to get it basically out of the way. It's the Simpsons movie, folks. I'm going to start with Gooby because he just shouted out a score. I want to see if that's his real score or not. So Gooby. 5-5 five, five was the height of Napoleon. <laughs> he wasn't a tall man. I never said he was tall. I said Physically he was close to average. He's below average. He's below average. Or four, uh, 0.4 inches below average. He's physically small and inches, inside yeah. his pants he's small too. That's the rule. <laughs> yeah, four inches, four inches below average. I feel that. Anyways, uh, Simpsons, movie. Simpsons movie, which isn't uh, your score. Apparently, it's Napoleon's height. Yeah, <laughs> bamboozled. Yeah, I'm bamboo- like, I'm like uh, who's the guy for a Joe Rogan podcast that does all the Google searching for him? Fuck, what's his name? I don't know. I don't really. Yeah. Listen to Joe I know. Rogan I know anymore. that he shouts out the name, but I haven't watched it. Yeah, yo, he's like Jeremy or something like that, right? Oh, fuck, yeah, it's Jeremy. That. No. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Simpsons movie. This when when did it come out? It was like two thousand seven, like two thousand. Yeah. yeah. So it didn't hold up for me. I liked it when it first came out. I was on the floor laughing. Now that I'm older, I'm just like it, it didn't hold up for me. I like the premise of the the movie for them. You know, being in the bubble, uh, trying to save Springfield. Homer does Homer things and just fucks everything up. For me, it just it didn't hold up to the times. For that reason, two point five Cheeto fingers, fifty percent. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't know. Like I stopped watching The Simpsons years ago, <laughs> and same with like Family Guy and stuff like that. Like I don't know if I, I, pro- I probably just grew out of it to rewatch The Simpsons movie. Like if I rewatch the uh, Family Guy movies, like the. Uh, something something dark side and stuff like that i don't know if i would enjoy it like i did 10 years ago you don't watch any of the animated shows anymore no no family guy no family guy no simpsons no south park no future on none of it how come you suck so surprising to me why is that (laughs) because because of the other three guys of this podcast and and most of our jokes i know you're recollecting because you used to be a fan i'm not saying you're not yeah. But it's just, I just assumed, like us, that it's like 11.30 at night randomly. You don't know what the fuck to put on. So you put classic <laughs> Simpsons on in the background to fall asleep while you're listening to Mr. Plow. You don't even have to watch. Like, <laughs> is that not just the normal thing to do nowadays? Yeah. <laughs> right weird I mean, yeah. That name again yeah, is Mr. Plow. Yeah, no, for me, no. I, I've cut that off years ago. It, it, it is what it is kind of thing. Hmm. All right, 50%. So Gooby is really lukewarm on the two fucking movies. <laughs> okay. Hey, I gave like a 3.2 on the other one. You did. You did. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, Malky. I remember the hype surrounding this movie, especially like being a Monster Simpson fan. Like you guys know my fandom is as big as Homer's belly. Oh, let me just finish this last lobster tail and raspberry tort. <laughs> but man, this movie's mid. I don't know if I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but this movie is mid to me. It's not terrible, but it's not great. Did I laugh? Yeah, obviously. Did I peel over on the floor? Not a fucking chance. It just felt like an overly long episode. That's what the whole thing is like. It just felt like a really long episode that dragged out. Spider Pig is still and will forever be iconic because everybody wants a spider pig. But after that, (laughs) it did really nothing for me. 
Homer once said, "I just because I don't understand doesn't mean I don't care. <laughs> I understand what they were going with this, but I simply could care less if I ever watch this movie again. So overall, disappointing, a little lackluster, but didn't really do anything for me. So I'm going to give this three Cheeto fingers out of five. So passing grade and for Mo and the crew to Claude, the director, David Silverman, right in the head for putting this piece of shit out. Losers! Uh oh. The top of his head is still showing. Claw at it. <laughs> Damn. So kind of positive, but also wish that the plot the creator. <laughs> yeah. Are you sure you want to give it a three? I was gonna say yeah, that ending exactly. was like that ending was like let's make this a one point five. It gets a yeah. three because I'm a huge fan. Obviously, you guys know I live and breathe the, the show. Yeah, it's just like Baba and I have our ongoing jokes. Even you, Calf, we have our ongoing jokes with this show. But this this movie... Sorry, bud. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) When Quimby was supposed to be in the office and he's out in Jamaica and the guy bumps into him, sorry, man. That stuff's funny, but this movie was so disappointing. I, I remember as clear as day when I saw it, I didn't care for it too much. And then watching, rewatching it again, I feel the same way. It gets a three, mainly because I'm a huge fan, but yeah, disappointing. Okay, calf. I kind of feel the same. I mean, when this came out, I was in grade like seven. So I was what, like 10 years old or 10 or 11 years old when I, when this came out. Even as an 11 year old kid, I thought the movie was decent. I thought like, you know, I was never laughing my ass off at it. I had to watch the movie multiple times because like my friends wanted to watch it. And I was always willing, ready to skip some of the movie because I feel like the movie has sometimes has some pacing problems. Even though the movie is only like 90 minutes long, I feel like it kind of has bad pacing. Like when he's in, uh, where is he in, in Antarctica or whatever? Like, I feel like that whole part just drags on way too long. I just didn't think the jokes were funny. Like I can see the premise that they were going for. And I think that for a movie, for a long running show, they definitely upped the scale of like the situation to make it feel like a movie. Like I feel like they had all the moving parts to have a movie for this iconic classic series. But I just think the execution, the writing was just not done well. What would have been smart is that they got the original writing cast to help with this movie. Like you get your Conan, you get uh, not not James L. Brooks, but like you know, there's a couple of other like iconic writers that were there from like season one to five. I think if they had those, I think that could have really, really benefited the joke part of the movie. I think the plot was good. I think they just didn't deliver on the jokes and the one-liners. And that's what makes Simpsons the, the Simpsons, the one-liners and the jokes. And I think they just dropped the ball on that. I really like the animation. I think the animation actually still holds up to this day. I actually like how the movie looks. The characters' motions are really good. I would have never watched this movie ever again if you didn't suggest us to watch it. And unless someone else does, I probably will never watch this movie again. I'm giving it a 2.8. Wow. Just overpassing it in between the boys, huh? Well, you feel hurt over there. Um, no. Actually, I'm not, because I completely agree with all three of you, and I'm going to give my review now. I remember, just like Melk said, when this movie came out, it already felt like it came out way too late in The Simpsons' existence. And now we've just added, what, another 15, 16 years on top of that? The Simpsons had already lost its magic by this point of the movie. I had definitely stopped watching it around probably seasons like 
12, 13 is when I probably stopped watching The Simpsons. So it was long gone at that point. Um, it was kind of funny at the time for me. I liked some of the jokes. Yeah, Spider Pig, I enjoyed it like everybody else. I did not enjoy watching it this time. Like, I completely agree with Mid. I was almost going to say brutal. Like, none of the jokes landed. It relies solely on just that incompetence factor that they gave Homer, where it's just like he does something so stupid out of pocket that it's like that's the only reason the plot advances, like how he just dumps it into the lake. And that's the tipping point catalyst. And right away, the town turns on them. Everybody wants them out. It's like the movie felt so slow, but then parts of it went by so quick. And you're like, this is just not funny. Half the jokes are just like, I don't know, by that point with The Simpsons, it's all just like guest stars and funny puns and just like it's not like calf was saying it wasn't just the one-liners and the actual jokes where there's like a build-up to a punchline and it's just and there's like visual humor that's what the simpsons were known for like there was stuff going on in the background or whatever and it's just like no i get it okay maggie's going through the tube they find a way to escape there's a joke about the woman in the north with her like big boobs okay great funny homer takes the bomb does the motorbike bart is trying to be with ned and join that family i was not feeling it at all and i just smoked a J, and i was like okay i'm down to watch the simpsons movie it's been long maybe it maybe it'll hold up a bit better than i thought not at all just kind of the characters were not the characters i grew up with and they just kind of made they it's the same thing that happens to like peter griffin and all of them even though you, they are so stupid and incompetent it gets to and i know this is going to be offensive but it's like a level of retardation and i'm not even trying to say that as an insult but it's like you can't rely on that for plot of just like herder i'm gonna do something stupid in this every single time it milk you hit it it was just such a long episode that you're like okay this should have been 42 minutes two episodes max total like a two-parter there needed to be nothing more for that I'm going to honestly give it the lowest score. It's two out of five for me. It's not a pass. I'm not going to give it a crazy negative or anything like that. And it doesn't like tarnish the memory of the old Simpsons because I will every single day seasons, basically two to 10. I'll rewatch that at a moment's notice of Simpsons anytime. And I can recite all of that with milk with all of you guys. So it doesn't change (laughs) that. But like I said, when this movie came out in 07, it was already way too late in the game. I, I had moved past being a kid, being like, I wish there was a Simpsons movie. I love this show so much. Why is there not a Simpsons movie? Like, we all probably want it. And then it comes out and you're like, fucking mid. Who gives a shit about this? Like, who, who cares about the Simpsons? Who, like, honestly, nowadays, they're what? Season 33? Do you guys, and we're not the demographic anymore, obviously, but do you know anyone who watches or watches it with their kids? No, or, no, 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 not at nobody all. watches this. Nobody cares. So, yeah, two out of five. I'm surprised it's still on, to be honest. Yeah, same. You know what? It's one of those things where I wanted it to go on and be the longest running show. I wanted it to have that accolade because it deserves it. I think it's great, but just call it now, like, or 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 just the running gag is the Simpsons are going to go on for 300 years, like they said in the song. So (laughs) if that's it, and I'm like 85 years old, and someone's like, "Yeah, Simpsons aren't as funny anymore," I'm going to be like, "That's that's pretty funny. That's cool. (laughs) (laughs) That's That's kind of fun." You're you're 60 years too late. Yeah, I don't know. Simpsons is kind of mid right now. I hate the Simpsons movie sequel. I'm like, that that's jokes. Way to go, girl. You you killed it, buddy. You know what? I, I really do agree with you when you say that the movie took too long to come out because if you look at the exact opposite, South Park released a movie after season like three. Blame and that Canada. movie still holds up. 
and that movie still holds up and also it didn't feel like a long episode that felt like a movie yeah. they made it a musical they flipped yes. the whole thing around like south park already had like small songs before but this was like a full-on musical production and that movie just held up and it was a classic like right when it came out if someone said like if someone said you know next month we're watching the south park movie i'd be like fuck yeah let's do it like i'm down like I've seen the movie yeah. yes let's yeah do it. i've seen the movie because matt and trey are geniuses yeah. yeah and yeah. and they yeah. they wrote the movie and by the time of the simpsons movie like you said conan's gone alan like harry shearer's gone it's just yeah, like harry all the Shearer, guys that's who, the guy i was thinking of all the guys who made the show great for what it is, who who brought the same type of humor to The Simpsons that Matt and Trey bring to South Park, they're long gone. And basically yep. at that point, it's either other Hollywood writers or fans of the old Simpsons taking a new job and they just did not get the message. They did not yeah. get the point. They don't know what made The Simpsons The Simpsons. And like another thing is too, is going back to what you said about Homer is like, there's a, I saw, I remember watching a YouTube video like a year ago about how after a certain season, Homer became something called jerk Homer. And like, he's just such like a selfish asshole. Are you little? And yeah. he just doesn't think about his consequences. And like, when you watch old Simpsons, yeah, Homer made mistakes, but he, like, he didn't mean to make those mistakes. He actually just didn't know. It's not like he was like being incompetent. He just like didn't know. And then he made a mistake and he felt bad for his mistakes and he loved his family here. Like now with modern Simpsons and like even during that movie, like it seems like he doesn't give a shit about anybody. Right. Yeah. You and that hit the nail the on the head. Yeah. Because classic Simpsons, like you're saying, there's a reason Marge stays with him exactly. in the Simpsons because he ruins the family financially and then comes home with a dog for Christmas because it was all for them. And you're right. He's a bumbling idiot. He's a buffoon. And it's like, oh, my God, I can't believe you did that. But then you just see in his eyes, just like the puppy dog eyes. And, it's <laughs> and you're just like, OK, Homer, like. It's all right, dude. You, you meant the best. You pat him on the back. And you're like, we'll try next time, dude. I don't know. That's why he keeps getting... But now you're right. It's like he's an asshole. He's selfish. It, it, everything just to advance the plot. And it's like, why would your family, your neighbors, everybody stay with you? What is the point of this? What do you bring positive? It's like there was a exactly. reason that, you know, he took like, like the jokes, like you haven't been to work in two weeks, but he's a lovable <laughs> idiot doing something like... I don't know. It's very frustrating. Like I said, I I have not seen a Simpsons episode past at least 14, 15 ever. Like there's never been a Sunday night Simpsons on decade. <laughs> did I, did I yeah. ever tell you guys that the Simpsons stole my couch gag? They did. How do they? Steal? <laughs> so, so Ow. listen, no, the next thing you know, Peter the stole Simpsons, your shiny red the, ball. The Simpsons <laughs> held a contest where you wrote a couch gag and you sent it in. Okay, and if you won, you would get put on the show or something like that. And so I wrote a couch gag, and it was them. They do the whole spiel of running through the neighborhood and whatnot. They get to the couch, and Nelson throws a ball and hits a target, and the couch falls like one of those water drop things at, at a carnival, and they all mm. fall in the water. And like I like said, like shark fucking grabs Homer, and Nelson sits there and laughs. Not two months later, no email or anything that I won. Two months later. That was a fucking couch gag. Yo, I'm gonna I'm gonna need to see the original blueprint. Yeah, we need to see the blueprints That's, for this. No, to be honest, I'm not I, I'm not surprised. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if even to this day they're just using the list of couch gags oh, that they I'm got sure they from got contestants. Hundreds of thousands of people <laughs> sending in couch gags. 
That's why the yeah, show's we, still on. That's why the show's still couch on. Gang. He's like, yeah, just go through the fan mail. So I'm <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, but that's what I'm saying. So I wrote it, and like, of course, they did other things to it. But I was like, that's my fucking couch gag. All right, we're gonna need some investigating of this. When was the <laughs> we contest? Need some, I need to see. You gotta see. Yeah, no. We gotta see. We gotta see this. I, I love that this is turning into a Simpsons pod, by the way. But I mean, we're going by the name of the the podcast. All right, let's let's move on though, because this will go deep discussion. Who's choosing next movies? Let's hear drum roll. Who is it? This guy. This guy. Cap. Right. Uh, let's hear. All right, boys. You know what? I was feeling very generous, so I actually gave you two good movies. Weren't you feeling generous the last few times, and you disappointed? Didn't you? No, swear these are good. These, the these, the these, these are good. So the okay. first movie. Rise of yeah. Skywalker. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the first movie is going to be an action film called Nobody. I don't know if you guys have seen it. Oh, with Bob it's, Odenkirk? Yeah. All right, I'll save it. I'll save it. Uh, okay, you've seen it. Whatever. It's a good. I think it's a good movie. I think you guys might enjoy it. Milk, Gooby, have you seen it? Nope. Uh, Never heard of it. Uh, it's basically a John Wick style movie with Bob Odenkirk. He's like a, with, with with Saul from Breaking Bad. Yeah, better. Call no, Saul. I haven't seen it yet. What's it on? Okay, it's on Netflix. It's really good. Uh, I I enjoyed it. I think you guys. I think it'll be a fun conversation. Yeah, no, not, a uh, not a bad choice. Yeah, and then the second movie is one of my favorite movies of all time. I just rewatched it on the plane coming back from it's Europe. Be like a hundred one downloads. A, a Martin Scorsese classic. We're watching Goodfellas. Yeah, baby, yeah. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Melky's fired up for that. There you go. Well, and I think movie. and and Netflix and that's on uh, that's on Prime and Crave and I think it's yeah Prime Prime and Crave. It's on Prime and Crave. All right. I have both of those. Yes. Going back to the couch gag, September thirtieth and November fifteenth, twenty twelve. Oh my God! Who the hell cares? We need to see your blueprints to confirm. You have do you have the email that you sent to Probably not. It's fucking hotmail. I don't have hotmail anymore. You need to recover your hotmail. I've tried. Family underscore guys underscore best underscore fan at hotmail.com. That was yours? Yeah. That's probably why they stole it, because you had a family guy email. They're like, who's this? What was your what was your lame, embarrassing childhood email? Mine was Extreme spelled with X at the start, 116. <laughs> 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 MSN messenger oh, fucking names that were like 10,000 oh, characters no. long. Mine MSN was messenger, running home from school to be on MSN messenger was the yeah. life back then. My, mine was a uh, slim shady with the number two cool. That's lame. <laughs> oh, that, that's super badass, Cap. That's cool. Yes. I still have ridiculous emails. I have one that's blackstick underscore 30 at yahoo.com. Yeah, yeah it's Yahoo. Who has Yahoo? Yo, we shouldn't be giving out I, our I emails. People are going to be emailing sports. us some random shit now. Yeah, well, I haven't seen that email since I was 13. So, you know what? Go nuts. You, you want to see my Neil Pets account or my Habbo Hotel? Go fucking nuts. <laughs> oh, Habbo <laughs> so, Hotel. So many late nights at yeah. Habbo Hotel, man. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. ASL, the ASL. The, the dance. Yeah. <laughs> All, All right. right. That's, that just brings me back to my childhood. <laughs> I know that you've told me before that your version of Snow White is different and it's more of a 2022 version of Snow White. What did you mean by that? 
I mean, you know, the, the original cartoon came out in 1937, yeah. and very evidently so. <laughs> um, there is a big focus on her love story um, with a guy who literally stalks her. <laughs> yeah. Weird. Super weird. So we didn't do that this time. <laughs> Since we're on that topic, guys, we're going to talk about things that ruin your childhood. Uh, everything. The woke movement, specifically, and how they're ruining Disney classics. Now, Woke's been around for, I think, since 2010, and it's been ruining things ever since. It's bad. It's affecting children's classics like Snow White. Now, for you can see in my picture, Mickey is freaking out because this is Snow White, but there's one dwarf. Not seven, <laughs> but one. What the fuck? Because it's offensive, apparently, to have all seven. So, guys, I just want to get your opinion on this whole Woke movement ruining your Disney classics, your childhood memory movies. Cash. I know you're the youngest, so that's why it's going to be more intriguing hearing from you. What do you think of this whole woke movement, King? Let's let's hear your thoughts. I seriously think that Disney has not learned a, a lesson of what's been happening over the last couple of years because people are tired of this woke stuff, this woke movement. Little Mermaid, even though it made like five hundred million dollars at the box office, it technically bombed. If you look at their prior their prior live action films, they were making over a billion dollars each. Aladdin made over a billion, Lion King made over a billion, Beauty and the Beast made over a billion, and Little Mermaid flopped. Their MCU stuff is flopping because they're starting to be woke even in their MCU movies now. I think Disney is just digging themselves deeper in a hole and the thing that sucks is that Disney just owns so much capital within the movie industry that actors can't say no to them because they don't want to be blacklisted. Because if you're blacklisted in Hollywood by Disney, you're pretty much your career is done. So these these actors are now being forced to be part of this woke movement so they can get casted in their Disney films. And I just think this whole thing is just such a stupid fad. I think it'll hopefully go away once Disney, their stock's dropping. And if it continues to drop, I think maybe they're going to be like, all right, let's go for the conservatives now. There's so many things that are wrong. Like um, another movie I, I actually really loved as a kid was Lady and the Tramp. Lady and the Tramp, great movie. And one of my favorite scenes was when the Siamese cats came. Oh, and they so sing the, Siamese. we are, I have a Siamese cat that I love. He's literally my son. Uh? And Rosie and I were excited to watch that movie, the live action, because we want to see the Siamese scene. And they freaking changed them to Devin Rex cats. They changed the song because having Siamese cats were going to be too offensive. And because they're singing that they're Siamese cats, even though there's nothing racist in the actual song. But because they don't want people to get offended because they're Siamese cats, which is a real cat, people are going to get offended. Like, it's just shit like that that is just so ridiculous and it's come to the point now where i don't even watch the live action films i tried to watch mulan and i love the original mulan tried to watch it and then and, you know instead of making mulan like this underdog who rises up and saves china she was already a strong female lead now they're trying to make her like a super strong female lead and she has powers and shit and it's just like like what the hell are you doing man like i watched five minutes of that movie and we turned it off i was gonna say it's i just, thought that'd be up your alley you know, <laughs> super superpowers and nah, no, no, I like Super Saiyan. No, no, I like what I like about Mulan was that even though there was like mythical dragons and shit, it was still grounded. It was still like during the Genghis Kong take takeover, like it was still grounded in a way. Like Mulan didn't have power; she was just a a woman that outsmarted the men. 
which is totally cool. But now you're having a woman that can run on walls and shit. Like, it's just so stupid. Maybe she was bit no. by a radioactive spider. Ah, speaking of spiders, can't wait for <laughs> Spider-Man 2. Yeah, I don't know. The woke movement, man, I think they're they're digging themselves deeper in the hole. I think people need to stop becoming marshmallows because, man, North America looks like a bunch when I went to Europe, I got like, and I told people I was from Canada, they asked me about how, why people are so like liberal and shit in Canada. And I just had no answer for them. I'm like, I don't know. Our prime minister. <laughs> that's all I had that, to say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, Pretty much. Yeah. Exactly. And, but, but that goes further in, right? North America is just so, they're just so afraid to hurt the feelings of such a small demographic that they ignore the actual mass demographic of people who just want to live in nostalgia but you're not even allowing people to do that. You're ruining their nostalgia. So for that, Disney, you suck. I'm done with it. <laughs> yeah. You're not wrong. This is our cooler talk, by the way. I forgot to mention that, but yeah, you're not wrong. They're, they're catering to that small demographic like you alluded to, and it, it's insane. What about the rest of us? Bah, you're the next youngest. What are your <laughs> thoughts on that? What are your thoughts on woke ruining Disney? I thought Bob was 19. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, seems, it seems like all of this is being written by Hollywood writers who want to role play and make these movies for themselves. Because I honestly don't know who else they're making these for. So another example besides Snow White, they are, and nobody asked for this, mind you, because apparently time means nothing in Hollywood because you can just remake movies a couple of years after it's made. So they are making a live action How to Train Your Dragon. No! Why? No way. They have, they have casted a completely diverse cast to get rid of the Viking stereotype. It is about Norse Viking culture. That is the most frustrating part. And what it really shows is the absolute ignorance that a lot of people in power have because it's embarrassing. Every single culture on this planet, every race has heroes, has stories to be told all over the world. And we were just talking about more historical movies. You do not have to whitewash, blackwash, make people Asian, Latino to fill in a certain demographic. You can tell stories for the sake of being stories. And partly for Disney, sorry to fucking tell you this, but your bread and butter when you first started was German fairy tales. German fairy tales made in Germany. Snow White is a woman with pale skin. That is a feature of her and a main aspect of the story because she is fair. That is what everybody wanted to see. And in the 1700s in Bavaria, in Germany, women with fair skin were wanted. So you can change all of this you want, but this is the reason these movies are floundering because you're making them for yourselves selfishly. And yep. yeah, we can go into this huge tirade. It, it's true. Everybody is ultra lit. Listen, Hollywood, the media, journalists, it's all just gay liberals. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and look, this yeah. is, and, and you know what? Growing up, I'm only in my 30s. I have voted for both parties in my life. Okay. I'll say that right now. But I currently vote conservative because this shit is going too fucking far. And you're right. Everything is cyclical. People don't understand that. This is why every style, the 60s, 70s, 80s, everything comes back and everything comes to a tipping point and then everything falters over into the next extreme. Everything went super conservative. So the next generation went ultra liberal. Now everything is going liberal. And guess what? Part of the whole like wokeness at the start and the reason it was popular because it went against mainstream. It was kind of cool to be like, 
not any of us thought it was cool, but it was kind of cool to be woke because it was like, fuck you guys. This establishment's racist, whatever. I'm going to change it. But now you have fucking 42 year old librarians and teachers telling you about wokeness and how cool it is. Newsflash, teenagers don't give a fuck what parents think. <laughs> the minute parents start telling teenagers that wokeness and all this stuff is cool, you've lost them. Mm-hmm. And you can tell. You need to stop pandering to people. What you need to do is you need to make a, a really good product, put it out there, and guess what? We're allowed to have discussion. We're allowed to be upset about stuff. We just watched The Last Duel. None of us condone rape. I am not going to write a letter to the studio saying, I can't believe you made a movie with that plot line. I know someone in my life who could have been triggered by that. It's unacceptable. Please take my personal feelings into account instead of the that millions happened. of others. Yeah, probably it did. Every single no, movie. It, the, the, la- the last duel had controversy against it because yeah. it was about that. And it's like they're telling a story of, of something that actually it's, happened. Exactly. And, and here's the actual story. Yeah, and, and here's the problem to it. And, and obviously we take advantage of this because we're making a podcast. So yeah, it, if you want to call it hypocritical, whatever, that's fine. But a lot of people online, you've given a voice to the vocal minority. People who were bullied before, whose voice wasn't heard, who wanted these ideas, who fixated on comic books and everything like that. And the people who every single day of their life daydream about a guy with a gun breaking into wherever they are and they save the day even though they do nothing. These are the type of people now writing these movies and it's fucking ridiculous. But hopefully it's going to stop. There's more stuff coming out. You know what? You want to keep losing money in doing what you're doing. That's fine. And I can go on for a lot longer tangent, but I won't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that could be an episode on its own. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Gooby. Let's hear it. Well, I mean, what hasn't already been said about all this? <laughs> Not a whole lot. Ba and, uh, ba and Kath hit it on the head. They just kind of stopped. I think the last good live action Disney movie that I saw was either Christopher Robin or yeah. The Jungle Book back in 2016. Yeah, Jungle Book was good, actually. That was really good. And those were the last two good live actions. And then it just started to kind of trickle down. And I'm like, this is not good. You're remaking movies from the 70s, 60s, the 60s and 70s and 80s, right? Like 30s. Exactly. Even the 30s, right? Like those people, like, unfortunately, they don't care about no woke bullshit. They want to see that movie portrayed as that movie not something different not something all fancy and you know we're trying not to hurt people's feelings they want to see that movie but live action you just gotta stop like these two basically said it all for me i don't care who you are or what you do with your life that's on you do do that but don't ruin classics there's no point they made the movie back in the 1930 don't just change the character the character is the character that's what they wrote that is what walt disney wrote yeah now you're just basically stomping on his face and going ah fuck you walt disney who's probably one of the greatest storytellers of all time terrible things happen terrible things have been said terrible people have lived but we're supposed to as like a species evolve past that and learn lessons and if you're constantly going back and changing history so that you're not upsetting people and you're trying to paint this like alternate reality where everything was rosy so that everybody's happy that's not the point of all this the point of all this is to be like yeah what happened in the 30s in the southern u.s or whatever just example that was fucked up 
it doesn't mean you shouldn't learn about it and you shouldn't watch it. You shouldn't mm-hmm. take joy. Anybody who's watching movies where somebody gets fucking murdered or something, even nowadays, and you're like, dude, fucking sick. I'd love to murder someone like that. And you're taking fucking joy in it. Yeah. You're fucked up already to begin with. That's not how you're supposed to act. So you watch violent war movies and it goes back to the whole debate about like video games are violent and ruining kids. It's it's not. You're supposed to have enough common sense, nuance in a situation to realize like this is something that shouldn't have happened. And yeah. I don't enjoy watching this, but it's important to. Yeah. Yep. And you, sure. you, you kind of hit where I was going to go with this. Let's just say Band of Brothers first, for example. What are we going to do? We're going to remake that and sprinkle a little bit of fairy dust on it and make it a less intense movie or TV show? No, yeah. that is what happened. Yeah. Don't change what happened. You can't change what happened. The one thing I'm really scared of, and I hope they don't fuck this up because I'm a huge Harry Potter guy, is when this Harry Potter TV show comes out, I don't want the characters to change. You've made a powerful enemy today, my friend. I already I know to what's going to happen. You know, I, I you already, know what's going I, to, though. We, they're going, yeah, and, I know it's they're going, going to. They're going to push Dumbledore's gayness, too, because Dumbledore is actually gay. Like, J.K. Rowling said that back in, like, 2006 or seven that Dumbledore was actually written as a gay character. You know for a fact they're going to push that so hard. Yeah, it's just, it's, yeah. Yeah. works okay. i can't even i can't even say it i just want to add one thing i think the problem too is that there's no double standard if snow white was white back in the 1960s or whatever when that story was created they're going to now change it to a latino woman or a, or a puerto rican woman to play snow white but if snow white was originally black they would not change that person to a Puerto Rican or a white person or whatever. There's no double standards. And that's part that's the problem with the woke movement is that they have this hero complex that they think that if oh if I push diversity then I'm I'm progressive and you know I I believe in equality. But it's like no, you're just being forced and it actually makes you more of a bigot when you're forcing it instead of actually just being genuine about it. That's just yeah. the last thing I want to add. No, you're right. I think the tipping point for me was uh, like this Snow White movie that's got a lot of backlash because for one, there's no dwarfs. There's one. Rude. <laughs> Rachel Zinger. That's a big thing for you. Yeah. Well, what? Because what about dwarves? Dwarves need what? What's wrong with having seven dwarves? They, they need work too. Why can't seven dwarves work? Why are we alienating them and having just one? Don't you think it's worse having one instead of seven? I think that draws more attention. So there's there's that aspect. There's the Ziggler character who is saying, well, Snow White doesn't need a man. The man was a basically a stalker in the original one. First of all, he's barely in the movie. And how is he a stalker? How is he a yeah. stalker? Did you even watch the movie? The whole dynamic of the movie, it's, it's falling apart. Got a lot of backlash because it's just a tire fire right now. And we allow people like this to have their say and monopolize a classic movie and it's to a point are you remaking it or are you or are you actually changing the movie Mm -hmm. this is more of a completely different movie compared to a remake a remake is when you cut little pieces here and there as opposed to changing the complete movie so that's where it's frustrating for me i don't care that snow white is latina or black or white or whatever if you want to change that, that's fine. But when you go out of your way to do that and just change the movie completely, I think it's stupid. And you're ruining something that we all grew up as kids 
I mean, it's a fairy tale. So let it be a fairy tale. Why can't a woman be in power and fall in love as well? Why does it have to be one or the other? Like she said, well, Snow White's not going to be rescued by a prince. She's going to figure things out on her own, but she can't be in power and have a love interest. I think that's ridiculous. So I think that's for me, that's where woke is just stepped in and basically spat on Walt Disney and Disney itself. <laughs> and I think it's ridiculous. Shit needs to change. I agree. Yep. That was a can of worms, Malky. That was a big discussion. Uh, we all, uh, yeah, we. <laughs> everyone got, everyone got pissed. I know we joke around a lot on this podcast, and rightfully so. We're just hilarious guys. We deal with movies, and when we see Hollywood and woke ruining classics that we grew up on, I think it's infuriating, and I think everyone should have a voice on that. If we allow this to continue, all our classic movies are going to be gone and cease to exist. Yes, sir. This is a, this could lead into a future topic for a next episode because also I'm going to let you guys know I think fucking nostalgia is ruining everything. Yeah. And this is from, guys, Re- from some guy who loves everything. being this. Why every single person nowadays is like, bro, that fucking game in 1996 was so sick, but I wasn't alive then. I wish I could play it. No, okay, that time has fucking passed for you to play yeah. GoldenEye. Okay, I don't care that you didn't get to experience Everything's it. A you can keep remaking movies and video games because you think that you can remake the magic that people felt like waiting and the excitement for this oh man i'm gonna freak out about the nostalgia thing bring yeah, back man. <laughs> bring back even, sync yeah even my most <laughs> even my one of my most anticipated games next year is a remake like it's a oh. bit different but it's still a remake and it's oh. just like everything is a freaking remake try out Every- some original ideas everybody come on yeah, well, that's all remakes and superheroes and i like good. both but enough it's kind of hard to have originality nowadays Except for this man who's going to lighten things up. Right? Hey. Yeah, yeah. Hey. We got trivia. Everybody's favorite segment, I think. Really, the only word for it is... Yeah, well, our controversial segment because everybody says their name, but they're not actually first. It's a, it's a new year. It's a new <laughs> trivia. All right. <laughs> so this trivia is going to be general sports knowledge. Okay, Calf, we already know you're out. It's okay. But yeah, I made a probably. multiple choice just so you could chime in. I'm feeling like don't get it. All right. So I'm going to ask the question. You guys, obviously, you're going to say your name. Whoever I hear first, I will tell them to answer the question out of the five multiple choice answers I give. Are you guys ready? Ready, Freddy. Melt. Yeah, boy. All right. Question number one. Calf. <laughs> What country? Again. <laughs> Can I get a whole year? All right, all right, I'm done. I quit. No more. No, no. Okay, okay, okay. All okay. right. What country won the first World Cup? Uruguay, Italy, Argentina, Brazil, or Yugoslavia? Melky. Melky. Uruguay. What? You are correct. Melky with one. I'm gonna have to write I this down. I definitely said my name first. No, way, no, no you way. didn't. Shut up. You were not <laughs> even close. I was gonna say Argentina. Yeah, I knew it was just a South American uh, country. All right. Question number two. What sporting event is the most viewed during like the live days? Summer Olympics, Cricket World Cup, Tour de France, FIFA World Cup. Or the Super Bowl? Melcalf. Melky. Tour de France. You are correct. Dude, I said my name first. No way. No way. Yo, I'm is this still on? 
<laughs> is this thing on? He's got a direct line to Gooby. I've seen it. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, dude. He's te- yeah, he's I'm texting him with my penis. Look. No, see, that's a lie. Penis. All right. Napoleon in it. Question number. Question number three. I don't think any of you are gonna get this. What is the most successful esports franchise? Cloud hmm. Nine, OG, Team Solo Mid, Team Liquid, or Evil Geniuses? Malky. Oh, oh Calf. Bah. I have no idea. OG. No. Calf, you're next. Calf. Oh, was, can you read the, the number? The, the... Cloud Nine, OG, Team Solo Mid, Team Liquid, or Evil Genius? Uh, Cloud Nine. No. That's uh, sports questions. This is uh, esports, bro. I know. Oh, wait, where's FaZe? How's FaZe now? I, I, dude, I was going to say FaZe. That's the only one yeah. I can know. So, yeah. do you, do you, do you read them? Read, read Cloud9, yeah. OG, yeah. Team Solo Mid, Team Liquid, or Evil Geniuses? Uh, evil Geniuses. No, it's Team Liquid. Uh, I was going to say that next. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that was FaZe Question plan. number four. I kind of just threw that one in there that for fun. Yeah, that was for Cap. Isn't FaZe bigger than them all? They're bigger, but they're not the most successful. Uh, okay. I said most successful. Keywords, boys. Keywords. All right. This one This one might be difficult. Who was the first ever WWF World Heavyweight Champion <laughs> when Eric Bischoff introduced the belt in 2002? Oh, I, I got the oh, answer. Shawn Michaels. I got the answer Goldberg, already. Goldberg, Triple H, Undertaker, or Kane? Melky. Oh, Melky Triple H Triple H I heard half Yeah No way No way Yeah I was waiting for him to say the last word Did you say Undertaker? I said I said Yeah Undertaker Kane Triple H Goldberger Shawn Michaels No I I just stopped watching wrestling I'm so mad right now I heard Maybe you should answer No maybe you should hang up the phone with Gooby And stay out My phone's nowhere near me All right. Okay. Uh, I'm hoping, I'm hoping I, I can get you in on this one. I don't know. Melk's on uh, on point. The, the multiple choice waiting for that is fucking me up right now. <laughs> <laughs> Who has the most NBA championship rings, including as a coach? Bill Russell, Steve Kerr, Pat Riley, Phil Jackson, or Michael Jordan? Melk. Calf. Steve Kerr. Huh? No. No. Kerr. No. Huh? It was Bonex. What? Are you fucking kidding me? Read them again. Bill Russell. I already got the answer. Steve Kerr, Pat Riley, Phil Jackson, or Michael Jordan? Phil Jackson. Yeah. Obviously the Bulls and the fucking... (laughs) No, he has one with the Knicks. He has six with the Lake, six with um, Chicago, and five with the Lakers. Yeah, I think he has like 13 or something in total. Nothing but legends. Nothing but myths. I got a point. I got a point. Let's fucking go. On. Okay. For the rest of the time. Let's this go. one, this one will be fun because you guys will like uh, basically be guessing how many other esports. Okay. Yes. No. How many NBA teams have a basketball in their logo? Ooh. 15, 21, 18, 23, or 12. Calf. I w- Calf. 12. No. Buck. I can do the numbers again. 18. No. No, read the numbers again. 15, 21, 18, 23, and 12. We took 18 and 12. Yeah. No, no, I didn't say 12. 
What'd you say? <laughs> yeah, he did. Uh, yeah, he did. It's between 21, <laughs> yeah, 23. Yeah, I know, I know, I know which ones. Small. I know which ones is between. Oh, fuck. Um, 21. You are correct. Yeah, I was wow. going to say 23, but I'm like, no, that's just too obvious. to MJ correlation. Yeah. I don't know so why I'm surprised it's that much, but. I, I thought it was going to be low. I thought it was like a trick question. No, if you think about it, I'm, I can think of five at the top of my head right now. Yeah. Like, it's pretty wild. Kind okay. Of the Hornets, like. The Raptors, Brooklyn. Raptors, yeah, Knicks, Brooklyn. Heat. Oh, Heat. Uh, Suns? No, do they? Yeah. The uh, Suns on yeah. fire. Yeah. Or it, the balls on fire, sorry. Yeah. Question oh. number seven. I know Mel- my sports. Melky's just running away with it. How many baseball teams. Haven't won a World Series. Ooh, that's a good question. Six, eight, four, nine, or seven? Calf. Calf. Eight. No. Milk. <laughs> Melky. Nine. No. Oof. I'm going to go. Melky. Or, uh, you're between six, eight, four, nine, and seven. Six. You're correct. Ooh. Very good. All right. I feel like Gooby right now is just zeros. <laughs> is Mel- Melk at four? Or I three? got four. Melk is at four. You're at two. Four two zero. Zero. Cass got movie. a big donut. Yeah, the big. Let's make the donuts, boys. All right. Who holds the world's largest sports contract? Ronaldo, Messi, Patrick Mahomes, Canelo Alvarez, Mike Trout, Melky, Melky. Mike Trout. You stupid. No. Calf. Calf. Messi. Yep. Yeah, I got one. Oh, I thought Trout's was the still the biggest. I know no, Shoei. I wouldn't have guessed Messi. I wouldn't. Have, I was gonna guess. No, Trout. Messi. I know Messi got some crazy deal uh, after oh, he won the Miami? cup. Yeah. yeah, he had. He has a huge deal. Plus the incentives he has. Yeah, the crazy. TV rights and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Shoei. Shoei's gonna shatter that anyways this off season. Maybe he could. Ever as a pitcher, not pitching next year. Question yeah. number nine. Basically, but you have to get this in order to tie with Melk. What country has won the most cricket World Cups? India, <laughs> West Indies, Sri Lanka, New Zealand, or Australia? Melky, calf, calf, Sri Lanka. No, Are you serious? Melk. Oh, I was going to guess that. India. I saved you. No. Bah. bah. The correct answer is the West Indies. <laughs> no, it's Australia. Boxing. What? I oh, didn't sound like I knew what I was talking about for a best. second there, though. No, no, I knew, uh, I knew you didn't know. <laughs> All right. I was thinking New Zealand. Too. I never heard your name once. Melky was right the whole time. <laughs> I got question, one. I'm just going to do question number 10 yep. uh, for shits and giggles. What school holds the record for most NCAA women's national championships? Yukon, uh, oh. Tennessee, <laughs> North Carolina, USC, or Notre Dame? Mel Calf. I, I say like Calf, Calf go first. He was right, so... Calf, okay, go. Calf, go. Yeah, I kept getting robbed so many times. Calf, go. I'm going to yeah. say Notre yeah. Dame. No. Melky. Yukon. Yukon, you're correct. Yeah. <laughs> you were so adamant before you even gave the answers, guys. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I got it. Melky, uh, well done, buddy. Congratulations. I am the trivia king. He's the trivia He's king. Yeah, this uh, time. The, the bonus question 
this is basically like uh, whoever can say it faster between Melk and Ba. Who is the most valuable sports franchise? Yankees, Real Madrid, Dallas Cowboys, LA Lakers, or Man United? Melky, yeah. Man United, Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys. I'm not saying it. I'm not Weed them boys. Weed them boys. Although not, Trayvon, Trayvon going down is uh that's a catastrophe. Yeah. Yeah, they're yeah, more yeah. value they're more valued than Manchester. That's yeah. bad. Oh yeah. Jerry Jones knows how to make money. I am worried about dicks. Jerry's lynched his way to the top. <laughs> all right, boys. That concludes trivia. Well done well done to Melky for winning sports trivia. Well done I know to my shit. Well done to you, Gooby. That was actually killer trivia. Yeah, good so. shit. That was good. All right. Thank you very much. All right, folks. (laughs) Well, you're going to hear my voice right now because it's the end of the episode. It's been a long one, but a fantastic one. That's what she said. (laughs) Because we've been away for so long. Folks, I want to say thank you so much for tuning in. And we're going to go around the table right now. Say goodbye to everybody. Taff, you've been away for so long. Let's hear your goodbye first. Thank you so much, guys. Always fun joining back with the mustards and then you know shooting the shit missed you guys definitely we uh we should do something in person soon I, like i was saying bah, i haven't seen you in like 10 plus years in person get your ass over here i've been you know making youtube videos i've been streaming a lot right now i'm streaming mortal kombat one if you guys want to see I'm me playing that too i'm playing it yo who's your character okay right now i'm not too far but it's between raiden and cage Okay, Johnny Raiden, Cage is killing it right now. Yeah, so Raiden, Johnny Cage, and uh, Kenshi are probably the, the most broken characters in the game. I'm playing as Liu Kang, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm doing well with Liu Kang. Liu Kang's really good in this game, too. Uh, I actually like Garrus and Reptile. Those guys might be... You know what? I played a Reptile guy online earlier today, and he fucked me up. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. Has so, anybody bro, been yeah. smoke? That was him. Uh, Dude, smoke, smoke is, is smoke is really smoke is good. Sick. Yeah, but if you know how to counter smoke's teleport, he's shit. Um, I just like the design. That basically <laughs> oh, he's the sick. combat to me is cool ninjas and stuff. <laughs> cool I, ninja I, moves. <laughs> I play yeah. online. I play online competitively. So uh, yeah, if you guys want to see me either rage or make kids rage, come check me out. King Calf, three Fs. Definitely go check them out. And Calf, one last time, buddy, your movies this month. It is going to be Goodfellas and Nobody. Excellent, excellent, Sweet. excellent. Okay, Just like the amount of people on your cha- on your channel. No, hey. <laughs> yeah. yeah, come come subscribe, you assholes. <laughs> I am subscribed. Not you to? guys. I'm talking. I'm talking to our audience. Come subscribe. Oh, yeah. Support your boy. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, but don't call them assholes. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Guys, I, like, shit. I call, <laughs> God, yo, what the hell? I said half fulls. You guys, oh. clean your ears. <laughs> I think they're garbage people, our fans. So. Yeah, <laughs> you you garbage fans, come come subscribe to show us your TDs. Me and Milk are putting out a episode every week, so uh, yeah, come watch us or listen to us, and uh, we'll give you some good sports uh, NFL knowledge. Good sex advice, apparently too, because that's what Gooby gave at the beginning. Dude, of the episode. yeah, what's what's with you and the like two pumps? That's twice now you've brought it up. Okay, but you're the one that gave the advice. Maybe you just have to. You just have to tune in. I was if, horrified on your suggestions. <laughs> so was I. I just want to say to our fans, if you guys subscribe to my YouTube channel and show us your TDs, Gooby will do an entire episode shirtless. It's true. I am oh. shirtless right now. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't. I'm not even wearing anything. 
I think Cap, you said you're giving away a free PS5 too, right? Yeah, I, I heard that. Subscribe the million. Uh, subs. so if, I, if I get if I get a hundred thousand subs, I will. I yes. No, I, will I heard, I heard like PS5. I, I heard yeah. ten new subs and you're giving away a PS5, <laughs> the hard disc version. The, so like not the, the Sony Spider-Man Two limited edition. Like not not the digital version, the hard disc version. So that's like an extra two hundred dollars right there. Hundred thousand subs, you guys got. It. <laughs> All right. All right, Malky. What, are you passing it to me now? You guys done? Yeah. <laughs> yeah done. Keep going. Well, I just want to thank you all for le- leaving little trails of mustard in this episode. They couldn't have asked for a better group of squirters, so... Holy Jesus! What the fuck is that? Thank you so much. The LFA, the network, you guys are awesome. The fans, thank you so much for tuning into this chaotic adventure we always have. And most of all, thank you guys for getting back together. The band's back together. Let's not wait too long next time. It's mustard season. Let's go, boys. Let's go. You heard it here, folks. All right. This is Ba. And before we go off into another tangent, which is always doable with this group, we're going to say goodbye. (laughs) See you next time, folks. Peace. Peace. Bye. Have a beautiful time. (laughs) (laughs) Spider pig, spider pig does whatever a spider pig does. Can he swing from a web? No, we can't. He's a pig. Look out, he is a spider pig.